Hi, this is Lauren Young, and welcome to 2019. This is going to be the best year of your life, and we are so excited that you took some of it to be with us this week to listen to this week's podcast of Discovery Church. Have a great day, and enjoy the podcast. this idea that life is a journey. I've always been fascinated by it. And this week we're starting a new series called Nova. And then now Nova is a, it comes from the Latin word novus, which actually means new. And uh, hundreds of years ago, European sailors stood on the edge of Europe, wondering and looking out into the horizon, wondering if there's anything out beyond what they can see. Was there new land? Was there new adventure? Was there new life? Now, just as a disclaimer, we are not for colonization. I know it's a pretty big topic right now in, in blogs and on social media. We're, we're not in favor of what white European men uh, did to, uh, to Native Canadians and Native Americans when they came. But if we can remove all the negativity off of that just for a few moments and, and put ourselves in the shoes of individuals who stood on the shores wondering what it would be like and wondering if there was anything out there. And hundreds of years ago, people landed in our country and on the eastern seaboard. And that's why we have uh, names of cities like New York and New Hampshire and New Jersey. And then we have provinces like Newfoundland and, and New Brunswick and Nova Scotia because it was a new land. But can you, if you can put yourself in, in the shoes of, of those explorers just for a few moments, man, what it would have felt like. To have a dream, have a, a, to wonder, man, is there land beyond what I can see? Is there something out there that nobody, as they knew, discovered yet? And then to start the preparation and say, I'm going to sail as far as I can. Can you imagine how fearful that may have been? Getting in a ship after spending weeks, months, maybe even years in, in training and in preparation and getting in a ship and saying, I'm sailing that way. Maybe never seeing, having the fear of never seeing their family again. Maybe having the fear of being shipwrecked. Maybe having the fear of becoming, uh, uh, coming down with a deadly disease or illness and, and dying on the ocean, never coming back again. Can you imagine the journey would have been exciting, but the fear must have been so real. And this idea that our life is, life is a journey is something that we refer to often here at Discovery Church. That we believe that if, if, if you're more than, you know, two years old, you probably recognize that life sometimes has some hiccups. There's turns and there's bumps and there's waves and there's storms. There's good times and there's bad times. There's disappointments and there's successes. There's, there's times we, get, we lose our job and there's times we get new jobs. There's times we get raises at work and there's sometimes we get demo, demotions. And, and life doesn't always seem to, to, to work out exactly the way that we have planned. We have a value at Discovery Church that we say we value process. That without process, there's no progress. And, and then we say, no matter where you are in your journey, we are excited to get to know you and help you move forward. That's what we want as a church. We want to help people move forward in a relationship and in life with Jesus Christ. That, that 
that tomorrow is better than today. Not saying that tomorrow won't, won't be hard or won't have something that today didn't have. I'm sure people's Christmas season probably didn't go, if I asked everybody in here individually, probably didn't go the way that you had planned. Not everyone. You may have experienced death. You may have experienced illness. You may not have gotten the gift that you wanted. Maybe you wanted a, I was going to say an N64, but those don't even exist anymore, I don't think. Wow. But 2001, right? Um, we don't claim to have everything figured out. And we, we say it also say it often is that we're simply imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God or imperfect people whose lives have been changed by a perfect God. And every day we learn to take another step forward and we, we, we learn from our mistakes and we learn from our past and say, God, help me and forgive me. We're gonna, we're gonna move forward. And Paul puts it this way in Philippians 3.12. He says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Forrest Gump said it really well. He's not in the Bible, by the way. But he really said it very well that life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. This picture of of our lives being a journey from, from a very young age has really fascinated, fascinated me. It's really made me wonder, it's like, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not right at where I came from. And I turn here and not, not everybody's journey in life looks the same. Sometimes, you know, somebody's life is going great when ours seems to not be so good, so good or our life seems to be going slow. For me, I, a time in my life where I felt like I was going really slow was like fourth year of university. I felt like I was just coming to like a screaming halt. I'm not sure what it was, but sometimes, and other people seems like they're just fast forwarding a life and everything seems to be clicking for them. Life doesn't always seem be, be the same for every individual. So this, this idea that life is a journey has always fascinated me. We never know what tomorrow holds. We say that 2019 is going to be the best year of our lives, but we don't know what tomorrow looks like. We don't know what next week looks like. We don't know what next, uh, from three months from now looks like. Uh, James, in James 4, Paul writes that you, you, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. And he says, what is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Like I said, this, this idea of life being a process is something that I think we could take some encouragement in this morning that's one step in front of another. Better today than was yesterday. I'm going to strive for excellence, and excellence, we've said, excellence is not perfection. Excellence is a matter of, of, of being better this time than you were last time. And you'll, you'll actually see it at Discovery Church. There's very few times that you'll come, and like you'll, you may even see, man, those chairs look further apart, because we want to, we want, we're literally thinking through every little detail to make church better than it was last week. And, and things shift and change all the time. But I want to bring this idea to, today that... There's a, there's a journey that's happening, and, and we, we gather supplies, we train, we may even save money. You prepare for this, the greatest journey of your, of your life. Imagine if you're going on vacation, especially if you're going on a beach vacation, you want to save money. 
you want to train because you want to have a beach body. Um, you, want, you want to make sure you have everything set up at work. There's a lot, if you go on a vacation, there's a, probably a lot, more, uh, a lot more work leading up to a vacation than actually being on the vacation. You have to like work twice as hard just to rest a little bit while you're away. You, if, you, if you're just coming back from vacation, you know what I mean, mean because your desk is going to be full tomorrow morning. Um, but the thing is, a successful journey or a successful vacation or a successful adventure is not necessarily... Um, achieved in the adventure itself, lots of times the successful adventure is actually achieved in the preparation beforehand. And we can sit here today or stand or kneel or lie down, whatever you want to do today, and say that 2019 is going to be the best year of my life. But if we don't put some preparation into making 2019 the best year of our lives, 2019 is just going to escape us again. We're going to look back and say, 2020 is going to be the best year of my life. And I'm going, we, but if we prepare and we, we set some things in place in preparation for the journey of 2019, I think we can get to the end of 2019 and look back and say, man, that was a good year. Man, there are stories in my life that happened uh, in 2019 that I am so proud of. Man, my relationship with God went so deep in 2019. But today, in the month of January, I think is a preparation month for the greatest year of our lives, personally and corporately. We must prepare. We must train. We must gather essentials. I love the excitement of vacation. Shanley and I are talking about a vacation maybe in, in June. We're celebrating 10 years uh, being married this year. So um, I think it's worth the clap that she stayed with me for 10 years. Um, I hope she stays with me for 10 years. There's still another six months or so, but um, we're, we're, we're doing okay. And, uh, and again, it, it, some people are like, only 10 years. And other people are like, 10 years, that's a lifetime. Um, so, but... As we plan this vacation, as we plan a journey, there's essentials that we must put in place in preparation. We've got to save. We've got to find somebody to take care of our kids if we want to go away together. We, there's things that we have to plan. And the same thing as 2019, there's, there's, an essential, there's some essentials that we have to put in place in our lives that we, that, we, that we should put in our place in our lives. I want to suggest one of them this morning that we, we, we should put in place in our lives in 2019 to make 2019 the best year ever. And the essential that I want to talk about this morning is prayer and fasting. Prayer, uh, a few, few months ago we talked about, uh, had a series, Check Your Vitals, and all these series and messages are online, so if I talk about one, you're like, I wasn't here for that, jump online, go to our website, jump back to our messages, and you can listen to them all, or subscribe to a podcast, and you can, you can catch them all, but we want to talk about prayer and fasting this morning, and a few months ago we talked about prayer, and you might get that, you might understand, well, prayer is a communication that I, I do to God, I, I, I talk and I listen, it seems a little weird at times, because I'm probably praying in my car, and I'm talking out loud, and the person next to me is is looking across and saying, what in the world is he doing or what in the world is she doing? And, and sometimes you pray and you're like, I'm not sure if God hears my prayers, but sometimes you pray or sometimes you ask God and something happens and, and it's like an answer to your prayer or God speaks to you and says, go do something or say something to somebody and you do it and it, and it makes sense. So you, you, may, you may have an idea of what prayer is like, but fasting, you're like, what? Never heard about this before. I never, I never, I don't know what, I don't know what fasting is.
And honestly, maybe a big reason that many of us haven't heard about it is because it's been something that's been lost in, in the Christian church over the last couple of decades. Not lost as non-existent, but there were times that uh, fasting was something that was a, a, natu- or a normal spiritual discipline. It's found, it's, it's found throughout all the Bible. There are, there are people that fasted in the Bible, people like Moses and Elijah and Esther and Ezra and Job, David, Daniel, Peter, Paul. Even Jesus t- took times of fasting. And I kind of say, if it's in the Bible that much, if it's in the Bible once, it's enough to listen to. If it's in the Bible more, like a lot, it's really something to listen to. And, and I've been challenged in my own life in the past uh, a few months as I've been thinking about this, is that, man, we need to get back to the spiritual discipline of fasting. I've, I've personally, I've tried it a few times and I've not been good at it. It's, it's like, oh, I'll fast and it's like more of a dietary plan or it's, I'm fasting because I forgot to bring lunch today. I'm like, oh, I'll just fast and try to make myself feel better about being unhealthy. Um, but I feel like fasting is something that can put an essential in our lives that will help us have the uh, 2019 that we've always dreamed about. So I want to take a few moments this morning and, and unpack what fasting is is, and then to give us a, 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 an action item of how we can make this happen. Fasting is a natural discipline that I believe that can bring supernatural results. At, it, at its basics, that's, uh, fasting is, is abstaining from something like food or drink, entertainment, social media, Cell phones, Shanley's like, yes, Lauren, that's you. Uh, but however, like any discipline, this is, this is where we get, I think, sometimes caught up as Christians, is that sometimes some spiritual disciplines start feeling like religion. And we say that we're not about religion, we're about relationship. But on the outside, some of spiritual disciplines look very religious-like. Reading your Bible daily seems like a rule to somebody that doesn't read their Bible. But if you read your Bible daily and, it, and you're in, it's impacting your life, you're not reading because you got to, you read it because you get to. And today I want to I challenge us that we're not fasting, to, we're not going to talk about fasting and put a plan in place to, to welcome you into a place of fasting for our church and for your personal life today because of what we're going to get. But fasting is going to create room in our lives for God to move in ways that we've never experienced before. Fasting is not this idea of twisting God's arm to, well, God, if I, if I obey what you do, then you say you will do this. And, you know, if I fast, will you give me a new car? Will you, you give me a raise? Will you give me more money? Will you give me that relationship? And fasting is not a way of twisting God's arm. The motives of fasting are not to get those things. Prayer and fasting is about receiving a greater experience of Jesus and the Holy Spirit first and being open to his miraculous move moving in our lives. See, the power of fasting has nothing to do about the ability of me or the ability of you to say, I'm just going to not eat or I'm not going to drink, or I'm not going to be on my phone, or I'm not going to be on social media, or I'm not going to watch my TV. It has nothing to do with your natural ability to be able to do that. But everything to do with the ability and faithfulness of God. See, God promises that, that through Jesus Christ, 
Prayer and fasting will be rewarded. Fasting works because it puts an attitude of humility, trust, and unselfishness in our lives. That's why fasting works. It's not set up to work because we do it for the sake of doing it. Again, that's religion. But it works because we surrender our hearts to the Lord and set aside time in our day, in our lives, necessarily to allow him to move in our lives and to come to him in prayer because we get to. That's a relationship. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight actually gives us this promise. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Two thousand and nineteen will be the greatest year of our lives if we create space for God to move in and through us. Second Chronicles seven fourteen says, Then if my people who are called by name my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. I think I can speak for most people in this room. I can definitely speak for myself and, and Shauna Lee. That I want God to forgive my sins and continue to forgive my sins. And to move in Canada, to move in a city, to move in Edmonton, to move in Alberta like he's never done before. It's a desire of my heart. That's a desire why we planted Discovery Church. Because we feel like we can be a catalyst, a springboard uh, for people to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. But can I tell you what? That people will not come into a meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ if those that say they have a meaningful relationship will not be willing to humble themselves and pray. Because when we humble ourselves and pray, then we will create space in our lives for God to move. And he will put us in places that we can impact people that don't know Jesus yet. John 12, 32 says, and when I am lifted up in the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. I get caught up sometimes in, well, let's do this and let's try these things and let's, let's rent the rec room for Easter at the rec and as great as it was, or let's get more lights and let's make sure we got people out on the corner of Rabbit Hill Road waving and Santa Claus here and let's, let's have all these methods of reaching people and all those things are great because it talks about excellence and we want to give it an experience for people, for, for us to be able to invite people to church and, and to come and have a great time. But if I could speak to myself, sometimes I forget to pray. And what fasting helps us do is to put us in a place that helps us remember to pray. It's setting away time. It's creating space in our lives to say, God, you know what? All this, all this is great. But if we don't pray, it's nothing. It's great to come and gather with 100 people. But if we don't pray, we don't lift up God in our lives so people are drawn closer to him. We just have a club where people come and set up a gymnasium into what looks like church. Church is not this. Church is this. Church is us. Church is creating a space for God to move in our lives. 
When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. So as we prepare for 2019, I was praying when I, when I do pray, sometimes God talks to me. He usually does. I was, I, was, I was spending some time in prayer in November, beginning of December. And it's was like, Let's, why don't you do a time of prayer and fasting in 2019? Why don't you, put some, uh, why don't you encourage people and, and lead people to, to put some essentials in our lives that, the, that makes the journey better? Can you imagine if the explorers that stood on the, the coast of, of Europe just said, eh, I think I'm going to go for it, got in a dory and started rowing? They probably wouldn't have got very far or said, ah, there's a ship, let's jump on. I have no idea about what it is to set sail or to, to navigate or to move or to, or, or, or like how to, to actually get beyond where they were before. No, there was tons of time putting, putting plans into place and gathering food and, 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 and preparing their, their shipmates and, 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 and learning how to combat waves and, and, and fish and dinosaurs and, I'm kidding. But if we don't put some essentials into our lives in preparation for 2019, we're going to get in the middle of 2019 and there's going to be storms that are going to come and there's going to be times that are going to come that may not be what we planned on or maybe not. But if we prepare for those times, then when we get to them, we'll be able to take them on head on. And a way that we can prepare for them it's by taking some time, fasting, and praying. So I want to welcome us into a time of praying and fasting for 21 days. And you're like, 21 days, what? I want to welcome us into a 21-day, starting, starting today, I went out, for a rest, I went out rest, to a restaurant last night and I ate because I knew that was a preparation that I'm, I'm going to do this for 21 days. And uh, it might have been the worst decision because I didn't prepare to do this. I just ate. Um, but for 21 days, I, this, this is the thing. Sometimes I, I've chatted to some people about fasting. You're like, oh, well, I'll give up this because, well, that is, that's not a, you know what? I'll give up, I'll give up eating vegetables because I don't like them anyway. No, uh, but, but fasting is not, not easy. It's a spiritual discipline because it's a discipline. It takes some hard work. So my wife and I, and I, we've, I've even talked to our dream team and, and we've, we've sent out some resources that we're actually entering into a 21-day Daniel fast. And you might like, a Daniel fast? Well, essentially, rip it all apart. It's only fruits and vegetables. And you're like, oh boy, bless you, Lauren, you can do that. Um, but I have some resources on it that if you wanted to email me or, or send an email through our website, I'd love to send them to you. But there are different types of fasts. Some people I've already chatted to are, are fasting like TV or electronics or social media or a certain type of drink, coffee, uh, tea, um, beer, alcohol. Some people are fasting different types of things in this 21 days to, to create space. But the thing is, we're not creating space to twist God's harm to get what we want. We're creating space to allow God to move in our lives so he gets what he wants. 
You're kind of like, man, I've never even really prayed before. What do I pray for in 21 days? Well, we've actually tried to put some structure in place of giving you topics to pray on. If you actually follow us along on social media each day, today we actually uh, posted a picture on our social media. And if you don't, if you don't follow us already, it's, uh, our um, handle is Discovery EDM for Edmonton, Discovery at Discovery EDM. Follow us. And each day we're going to give a little bit of a description of things to pray for in our social media. Today we, we wanted to pray for our government. Federal, provincial, municipal. And we're going to give ideas for people to pray through. The, uh, the other thing that we want to, want to do, we actually want to gather corporately as a church for times of prayer. So this Wednesday, for the next three Wednesdays, we're actually gathering at our uh, Discovery headquarters where my office is at and where we store our trailers. And um, you can also find all that stuff online at social media. I'll post it there or come and chat to uh, somebody at the guest center and they can give you the address that, that from from Wednesday, this Wednesday, the next Wednesday, and following Wednesday from 7 to 8, that we want to gather and pray over our cities. We want to gather and pray over our church. We want to gather and pray over people that don't know Jesus yet. Because we believe that this journey is better done with people and not done alone. And as we fast and pray for the next 21 days, we believe that we're preparing our lives for the greatest year we've ever seen. I believe that, that from, from these, these three weeks of fasting and praying, we're going to see our, our church experience tremendous growth. And not just growth from transfer growth from other churches, but we believe that the, the friends and family that you have that don't know Jesus will, will make a decision. And maybe you're here today because you were invited by a friend or a family member uh, to Discovery Church and you don't know Jesus. I believe that there's going to be an opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus. And you're going to make that decision, the greatest decision you can ever make. Fasting is something that's been lost in the local church in the past couple decades. I was sharing with our dream team this morning and, and trying to reflect upon why it's been lost. And sometimes I think that maybe why it's been lost is because we have everything that we need. And sometimes when we're desperate, it calls for desperate measures. And it doesn't seem natural to fast, to give up something. Sometimes it doesn't even seem healthy to give up certain kinds, kinds of foods or, or, or drinks. Or maybe it, maybe it, you know, it puts your business on a bad, uh, a, a bad level to the next business because you're not promoting on social media. Or uh, may, maybe it does something like that. But all of a sudden you create space in your life and God's got those things under control. If you look at Daniel, uh, when, it, when Daniel... Uh, this is where the Daniel fast comes from. Daniel was a, was a man, young boy, taken into slavery by a king, and everybody would, would sacrifice all the meat to idols. And he asked the king, said, hey, or he asked the, the ruler, could I just eat meat and vegetables? Because he didn't want to eat food that was sacrificed not to his God. And even the ruler that was over him was afraid that if he let him do that, that Daniel would actually become weak and he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be a good, a strong man anymore to do the work. And he said, give me, a, give me a little bit of time to see if it will be okay. And he agreed to it. And you see that Daniel and his friends actually became stronger. And sometimes it doesn't make sense to do this but we believe 
that with the strength and power of God on our side, that we're going to see one of the greatest moves in our, in our city, in our church, in 2019 to date. You know what? We have 55 people give their lives to Christ in 2018, which is huge. Two, 55 people now come from, from death into life, from, from an old life into new. But we believe that there's greater people than that that need to give their lives to Christ. There's a greater number. And it's not just about numbers, but we, we started a church not just to do this. Like I said, we started a church to see people come to know Jesus. I believe that this is a preparation time that January could be a huge preparation time for the rest of the year to set us on, on course to, as we set sail into 2019. So would you consider fasting and praying with us for 21 days, starting today, going to January the 27th, and allow, create space in our lives for God to move. I want to pray with us, and as we pray, would you, would you consider, and would you ask God, God, what would you, what would you want me to fast? And I believe that God would say, hey, I want you to jump on board with what Pastor Lauren and Sean Lee and some of the Dream Team are doing, or God will say, you know what, fast social media, fast your cell phones, fast TV, fast coffee, I just believe. It's not, and the thing is, he's probably going to tell you something that is not going to be easy to do, because he does want to create space in your life for him to move. So I'd love to pray. And if you're here today and you've never given your life to Christ, and today uh, the essential that you need to step into is making a decision to give your life to Christ. As I pray, uh, would you make that decision in your mind saying, God, today I want to I step into that essential. And, and as I journey into 2019, I want to start a relationship with you. Pray with me. God, we just thank you so much that you challenge us to become more like you. God, you, you, you find us where we are in our messed up lives, but you don't want to leave us there. And God, sometimes when we step into spiritual disciplines, they're not easy, but it's a process of helping us to become more like you. So God, today, as we're praying about what we're going to fast, would you put something on our hearts that would challenge us that create space in our lives? God, for the individuals that are here today that want to make a decision to follow you to make 2019 uh, the best year of their lives by giving their lives to you, would you just move in their lives right now? Let them know that you are all they need, that you gave your life for them to have eternal life. In your name, amen. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this week's podcast. If this ministry has impacted your life in any way, we would love to hear about it. Email us at info at mydiscoverychurch.ca. Have a great week, and we are excited that 2019 is here. The best year yet.